Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Greetings. You've landed at the VUC, IP Communications and VoIP Community. We would like to thank Simwood.com for their support. Simwood can turn you as a developer into a telco. Our hosted PBX is from OnSIP.com, and you can go to GetOnSIP.com for a URL people can click to call you. We've been privileged over the last five years to be using the best conference bridge on the planet. Yes, I'm talking about ZipDX.com, full-color, full-featured, full-HD conference bridge. Our website, VUC.me on the web, hosted by Bluehost.com. And our worldwide local rate dial-ins are from Voxbone.com. Greetings and welcome to VUC 536. Oh, Michael, it's 536. But we had a special Voipathon last week. Today we're going to be talking with Chris Went about Comcast Share, which is a new WebRTC app for Comcast uh, subscribers and those who have, I believe it's called the X1. You're looking at Michael now because uh, he has a really good quality video that says every last bite in back of his head. And I guess I can show myself to you just so you can see how complicated things are. You see my hands on the two keyboards and all of that. I want to introduce you to Chris. Chris Went. Welcome, Chris. It's great to be talking to you. Thanks, Randy. Good to be here. Uh, let's hear a little bit about you. You're a musician like I am, too. So uh, let's hear how you transferred over to technology a little bit. Love to hear about a little bit of your personal background before we get into the uh, plan subject. Sure, yeah. I mean, uh, I've been interested. I, I, I guess I uh, grew up, um, I was in high school in the 80s and uh, got involved with, uh, you know, like Herbie Hancock and that, that the rocket era got me uh, really interested in synthesizers and technology and bringing music and technology together. And uh, so I started my uh, life journey in college uh, wanting to be an audio engineer and things like that, uh, but um, sort of quickly led me to uh, software and um, and other things and getting involved with uh, multimedia. And um, I actually, uh, in college, Worked for Commodore for a little while on the Amiga. Um, I transitioned into sort of a sister company called Insonic, which built uh, synthesizers. Um, and that led me, uh, uh, when Insonic uh, sort of shut shut its doors, uh, Lucent Technology Labs was looking for a bunch of uh, audio folks to um, build some uh, uh, audio solutions for PCs back then. And um, that got me involved with some MPEG-4 stuff. So I've done video coding um, and uh, eventually moved into the mobile space. And um, that sort of led me into the telecom space and um, got involved with, when I joined, actually, I uh, uh, became the lead architect of our IMS deployment. So uh, a lot of... uh, 
SIP stuff going on there. And maybe three years ago or so, um, got involved with WebRTC pretty early on. Um, and uh, that's sort of to uh, where we are today, at least for me personally. Cool. Well, as Bill Maher would say, you haven't done much with your life. When obviously, the opposite is true. That's the thing, because uh, as you and I were talking about, uh, it's just there's just a terrific, straight relationship between uh, programming and creativity and multimedia and all the rest. And we're yeah. all in the same club here. And Ham Radio <laughs> took a little uh, wink of the eye over to James and company in London. Uh, Chris, we're here to talk about Comcast Share, and you have to kind of direct the discussion because he has some stuff to share, some interesting of views and you have a screen we should mention i'm going to go back to you so we can see it you have a tv screen that's to your right as far as we can see it's actually the opposite but uh and that thing is moving so we'll see some action there and maybe see what um michael is going to show first you need to actually what we're talking about tell us tell us how it came about the motivation for it especially right yeah yeah i can tell uh, a pretty interesting story there so I'm sure most of you know that Comcast is a, a, a major service provider, cable service provider in the U.S. Um, a few back, um, we sort of, as a company strategy, got into um, instead of you know getting off-the-shelf uh, sets from vendors, we actually created a, a group that uh, um, was dedicated to building our own. Um, uh, at least the middleware and software for uh, this uh, project called X1. Um, and um, it's gone, uh, it's, it's become quite successful. Uh, pretty much a Linux-based platform that supports uh, 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 a lot of the components. There's actually, um, it's, it's something contributed to the industry. So there's, it's, the, the middleware is called RDK. There's a RDK Central if you're interested in taking a look at it. But it's uh, uh, an open platform that we put our own um, UI and guide and other things on. Um, but the interesting component is it's got an embedded browser as well. So um, when we were taking a look at WebRTC as sort of uh, uh, a standard. So, so we're also very involved actually in IETS standards and things like that. So uh, WebRTC just seemed like a natural thing to latch onto a little bit, um, and the TV being a good interface, a potential good interface for displaying video and inter- interactive content, um, it just seemed like it made a lot of sense to to, to try to support it. So, um, like any embedded platform, there's uh, challenges in getting it working, but we've uh, uh, done a lot of hard work to integrate WebRTC into the embedded browser. And um, just a few weeks ago, we did a soft launch of it. We actually call it Xfinity. Um, It's basically a a pretty interesting service uh, where you can do things like share photos, share pre-recorded videos, and you can also open a live stream um, to television from a mobile device. which is also sort of interesting because it almost, uh, uh, for some reason, we didn't get as much notoriety, but Meerkat and Periscope are uh, do very similar things. Um, but uh, uh, so that's a sort of interesting uh, uh, thing that happened. But it, it, it's it's pretty. Uh, people are getting a kick out of it. It's it's 
going to be probably the first of many different services we offer that are WebRTC based, but it's a good thing to get our feet wet, sort of tested out to get some uh, experience with uh, the platform that we've built behind it. So it, it basically, we've, we've incorporated a JavaScript SDK in, in the X1 box. We have some mobile SDKs. Um, and then we have um, built a bunch of backend systems to manage the streams and uh, the signaling and um, uh, user management and all that other stuff. And we cool. also, Michael experienced this. He's loaded the app. And uh, I don't know if this is yeah. a good time to, to start. We're going to do a demo. We're trying to do this. It's a pretty complicated setup. So if give by me, any uh, chance, it will, <laughs> this will not be complicated. Just a second. I'm going to switch, uh, do a little headset switch here. And then okay. we'll do that. And we'll do. Yeah, I don't know. All right, we hear we hear me now. Now, yep. now I'm cordless, and you're still seeing me. Thing is going to be useful in just a moment. Um, so here we go. Um, you're seeing me. That's not very nice. <laughs> uh, app and and uh, for what it's worth, the the app. There's an iOS app and there's an Android app. Mm-hmm. And, and and being a Comcast customer, I was uh, you know able to load the app Nexus Four just now, um, which is on Wi-Fi. Uh, local to my house here. Now, I don't have an X1, being a big fan of T, but there's an X1 over Chris's shoulder. Yeah. And now, tell us a little bit about the X1. What is it? Where's it rolled out and this sort of thing? It's national now in the U.S. Um, You can uh, just sign up for it and get the box. It's basically, you know, I think cable has uh, been known for its uh, funky... Eight-foot uh, text interfaces for a while. Um, this sort of really into a pretty beautiful experience. Actually, uh, um, it's got a lot of different functionality. Um, we recently rolled out a pretty cool thing to use quite a lot, um, where you can press a button on one of our new remotes and do text-based search. Um, uh, it's got a lot of. They have a big initiative to make uh, X1 um, accessible for um, for the deaf and blind communities. Um, so it's really been a form that uh, we've been focusing on from an innovation point of view, um, and I think people are really resonating with it. So um, um, and WebRTC capabilities that we've built in, but there's a lot a lot more. Cool. So. So what actually is happening is this app on my phone, Android app, has issued against your X1. If I look at this, if, if you're seeing my video now, you're seeing the live view of the, the Android phone and pop up uh, the app. And we were doing something else earlier, so I'm going to go back here. Share. And so on my phone, I loaded a few pictures. Now, hopefully it'll find them. I have to pick a target, and I can pick home, which in my case is the machine in your office, right? Yeah, we just did that for good reasons. Yeah, um, yeah, but but I could also pick another Comcast customer, right? Exactly. Like, uh, you know, I can pick grandma, share it with grandma. You know, it, it's uh, just past noon where you are, so this might be appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah. I've got to title that. So I can go in and uh, into the Photos app. I should be able to uh, see all of your photos. Hopefully, we can. Uh... Okay, hang on. It's it's it said my my 
interrupted yeah. with casting and doing this from the phone. Of course, you're you're taxing its Wi-Fi radio a bit. Yeah, uh, okay. There we go. It's probably uh, uploading as we speak. It's it's uploaded now. It should be showing up shortly. Oh, actually, okay, I got it. There you go. There's one, two. What we got going on? There's a few pictures in there. Yeah, let me back out. So I did get a pop-up notification. Um, I was just sort of multitasking here. Yeah. Oh, you can go through any of those ones we did earlier as well. There you oh, go. Your margarita picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the one I just uploaded. So, yep. um, And it, it seemed to store. We had done this a little earlier, about an hour ago, and it seemed to be that the two pictures that we did earlier and then this one, which is, you know, that's kind of handy. Yep. But going back, m- maybe the more interesting a live stream. Now, this is going to be weird. Invite you to a live stream. So I get a little display that says home has been invited. So I just got a pop-up for that. Right. And then I join. And for what it's worth, this is coming back to you over Comcast bandwidth. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's anywhere. Actually, it works quite well on LTE as well. So, we, so hopefully you can see it on the TV there. Yeah. It's, okay. In fact, it's surprisingly good. It really is. We're obviously in this over... You know, it's being resampled. The, the video is being resampled, or whatever the correct term for that is. Okay, because, and it's being scraped because so. because ahead, looking Sorry. at stuff on my desk is ridiculously chat amongst yourselves. <laughs> and I'm going to go park this someplace where it'll it'll maybe see something more interesting, uh, or not. I don't know. We'll see. Run oh, through the back. Okay, let's see if we. Can. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, look at this. That actually looks very very surprisingly good because of the distance of. The um, of the TV screen that we're looking at. We're looking at Chris's view now. Look at this. Mike yeah, is walking there. around sharing his home. So, okay. Grandma's visiting your home. <laughs> Wipe, wipes Rose Garden. I think Bugs Week. And I know in passing, home is watching. <laughs> Lose track yeah, of what I can see. Michael Park Lose Garden. There you go. <laughs> So the phone is now parked kind of on the front porch, and I'll go back to my desk. You know, he's now stealing it. <laughs> Oops. Something His happened. His got disconnected. Uh-oh, and he doesn't hear. But, well, yeah, he's, I, he's wireless. Oh, we still have the light. I, 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 I can hear you, but it may be that it went away. Yeah. Wait a so, minute. How? Oh, it's it's for just frozen, probably. We don't see. We don't know. That. Well, I think because his, his phone got disconnected right. from his computer. Right, right, right. But, I mean, what, but we're I, just okay. seeing the last image. But I still have your live stream here, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I still have the live stream here. It's the phone and the Chromecast. Uh, it could be that the uh, the Wi-Fi didn't quite survive the, yep. that distance. So, cool. But at, at very least, you can see that you can do some reasonable streaming stuff. Yeah. I, I got to say, the NBC organization needs yeah. to pay attention to this because they could backhaul user uh, user generated live shots. You actually have. Uh... Uh, a little startup in NBC working on similar things. They're called Stringwire, and if you want to check that out, you can go to I think it's Stringwire.com, um, and the, that's exactly the idea that you upload a video and uh, from live events and things like that. Um, now, um, about five years ago, I did a major th- uh, another three-letter network that I won't mention um, <laughs> off in San Francisco, and one of the things I was saying to them is because they were all iPhone aficionado where I was working there. I was saying, you know, you wait, you'll be, uh, I was saying a twit pick, but you'll be getting, you know, user con- contributed 
via mm-hmm. Twitter and other things. It will be happening. This is how you'll be getting it. You won't be going to some graphics bank, AP Graphics Bank, and downloading stuff. You'll be getting stuff, you know, from as the event is going on. Yeah. And uh, but it's taken time, so it's taking time. But now we have a bunch of the tools, so hopefully stuff you'll start seeing in the future. Excellent, excellent. So what's uptake like? Do we know? Um, how, and how and how long and how long, for example, have so we haven't done any advertisements yet, but actually update has been pretty good. It's been it's been growing, and people are seem to be finding it and uh, playing around with it. Uh, like uh, we see, we saw a lot of people doing some stuff over Easter, and so it's good. Um, but again, this is sort of like the first version. It launched. I think we'll officially launch it maybe uh, in a few weeks or so, um, and uh, there'll be a lot more capabilities to come. Chris, when you when you're saying uh, we've seen we're seeing people doing some stuff during Easter. What what do you mean exactly? <laughs> I mean, uh, sure, the Easter bunny on the video. <laughs> uh, sharing. No, no, sharing. actually, that sounds great. I wanted to, uh, uh, and, and I apologize. A huge like here on my own, uh, my local computer. Uh, so this was a joke, but I, I I wanted to to jump in because this really looks great. Uh, this is what this is like opposite corners of. Uh, uh, of the U.S., right? Because, uh, uh, Michael, you're in Texas, right? And Chris is in Philadelphia. So, uh, um, look, in, look, you're basically uh, streaming the TV on on on, on, my, on um, Chris's TV. So, that, that, was, that was really impressive. Back to think of it for a minute. Uh, Chris didn't have to do anything special. He didn't have to plug a USB key or anything. That was just his regular TV. And Yep. And, 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 that, uh, and the quality was pretty good. Uh, so uh, obviously there's a lot of technology uh, in that, and there, there's the WebRTC stack, there's, there's all and everything. But uh, when you pile that on top, when, when you pile these things on top of each other properly, uh, you end up with some really amazing applications. And that, um, I'm sure that it's taken quite a lot of innovation for, for, for Comcast to actually um, uh, run with that and and and, and start distributing it. Um, I'm sure this this is going to be very. This is going to end up being very popular. It's pretty yeah. amazing. Pretty amazing. And I'd like to also put in a little plug for Jitsi in that we're actually talking to Zip. Of course, the video demo wasn't really compelling on the audio server, but still, uh, we're actually connected through Jitsi Video Bridge to the demo, which looked really good to me, uh, and uh, connected an audio ZipDX on the Jitsi as well, on the Jitsi Zip client. Communicator. And we, Thanks for the from, plug, we still don't have any video from you, Emil, but good work on the communicator and the video bridge. So no, my sh- computer is totally dead right now. So uh, okay, well, your audio. Which uh, is I'm good. surprised that you even hear me. We can hear you, but I'm. But I've got the. Ca- enough, I can see Emil, but only when I focus away from. So I'm getting a little postage stamp in my stomach. And that's yeah, Mr. That's- James Bodie in London. James, any uh, questions or comments? Um, well, about the v, the uh, w, <laughs> v WebRTC demo that we just saw, which I thought was pretty impressive. Uh, yeah, I'm just interested to say how that's being achieved. Is, is the system making use of the data channel to do the, uh, the binary transfers? I'm guessing it probably is. How much could you tell us, uh, I can, if anything? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I can t- talk a little bit about um, what we've built. I mean, for for the video, it's it's uh, audio and video, and uses normal audio and video um, 
um, media streams. Um, so nothing on the data channel yet. Um, but uh, obviously you want to use that. So, um, but we built a, basically a, you know, a service provider scale um, system for uh, um, allowing users to authenticate themselves into the system and uh, um, allocate uh, media streams. And um, we're hoping to expand that. I can put a little plug in for Jitsi as well. We're hoping to expand that to incorporate some of those concepts uh, around multi-party and, and everything else around that. Um, uh, yeah, we've uh, done uh, quite a lot of uh, work on getting that platform in place. And, you know, like I said, the the client integrations, uh, <laughs> uh, quite, quite a bit of work to get done as well. But um, uh, so we're pretty proud of what we're, uh, even, even though it's a pretty simple use case, actually pretty fun use case like it's even just for like kids to watch themselves on tv and um things like that uh, there's a lot of uh, having a lot of fun with it um which is a great thing it's all about entertainment anyways on your tv um so yeah can we go back just for one second emma is a customer and has this x1 box or, you know whoever whatever nephew um what I didn't see because I was uh, running a bunch of different other things. Uh, Michael said you didn't have to do anything. That's probably not quite true. You must have had to click on or accept that connection. But uh, there wasn't too much messing around, I take it. Right. The, when Michael invited um, home or the same thing happens to anybody else that has an X1 box, um, you get a little pop-up notification that slides in. It says, you know, do you want to join this uh, live stream? And you click a button and uh, confirm that you actually want to view the, the live stream, and then it uh, starts the negotiation, um, displays the video. Okay, so actually, the grandma's maybe not the best example, because a lot of people don't even know how to stop the video from uh, turning on and off at midnight, <laughs> the image of the VCR. <laughs> Speaking of which, is there any significance to the stopped clock above the TV? Because I can see that it hasn't been moving. <laughs> It's just an art piece that I've been collecting on my shelf. Uh, <laughs> it's not Dolly because it's round. Anyone else have any questions? We had Tim with us, too, and I don't know if he wants to... Let's see. He's there. There he is. Yeah. Hi. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm curious to know how um, how you feel about... It's great to see WebRTC being used in, a, in, a, in an interesting and kind of um, rewarding way. And I, But I'm curious to know how you feel about... Um, an evolving standard. Does that kind of give you any nervous nights, or are you you reasonably happy with the solidity of the standard so far and good enough to run with? Yeah, I think it's you know mature enough that it's uh, you know we obviously have control of the clients, um, so if we need to adapt things, um, obviously some of the improvements that people are talking about uh, uh, in terms of uh, multi-party or other new codec like that, um, you know, we want to incorporate, but um, we have, for the most part, control the end-to-end -end ecosystem so that, you know, let, you know, I guess be early adopters, even if the standards aren't uh, totally complete yet. Okay, cool. And I had one other question, which is around how you defy the endpoint. So, like, how do, when I want to send a screen to grandma or, 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 or you know, or a pet tool or whatever, how do you yes a pet how do you um how do you select that how's that uh what's what naming do you use for that what namespace are you using i suppose is what i'm asking 
base. I missed the first part, I guess. So, so how do you, when, when Michael set up that TV as his home TV, how um, did he specify that device? Give it a geographic location? Was it your email address? Or was it your phone number? Yeah. How, how was it tied together? It, it works both with phone number and email address. Um, okay. It's a Comcast provided one, um, but we'll probably add support for others. Um, and, and, and also, um, it right now, you um, basically the location pops up on um, all of your X1 boxes in your house. So, you know, and whoever accepts the notification will get the uh, call. Um, and you'll see that expand to other devices as well. Okay, cool. So kind of uh, from the kind of phone number picture, but adding email as an option. Right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the phone number and email are two I did provide and, you know, we can, you can, do all the things like uh, import your contact uh, thing, and we can, uh, you know, we uh, are, you know, enabled and have X1 box currently. Um, you know, we can send them a share, um, and we'll expand that to include more people and more addresses and things in the future. Okay, James has a question, and uh, James. Yeah, as usual, my my big area of interest is how we interwork or federate with different mm -hmm. So uh, have you got any plans to allow uh, your devices to interwork using common standards with other bits and pieces, or even just simply run HTML5 applications so that you get into other third-party services? Right. So the story on third-party integration is is evolving a little bit. Um, so uh, that mechanism, obviously, we're a browser. Um, you know, it has some specific things that any embedded platform might uh, um, have to, uh, in terms of capabilities. The federation piece is an interesting thing. We are actually trying to work on... Um, um, this uh, be tightly associated with Cable Labs, which is sort of uh, the um, research and uh, uh, standards and spec group for the cable industry um, in defining ways of uh, federating um, these types of applications beyond uh, phone calls and video calls. Um, we're trying to put a lot of thoughts around that, and you might... Uh, um, hear more about that from us a little while. Um, um, but we've been trying to adopt um, actually standard signaling. We uh, do XMPP um, as a mechanism for uh, doing signaling. Um, we're pretty excited about that and what that will provide us of uh, establishing multi-user sessions and things like that. Yeah, that's well, that sounds promising. Uh, something I'd be interested in doing is just using your boxes as an end. We, we could send, if the user wants it, uh, right. something like true phone traffic to the X1 box uh, and just use it as an endpoint and to be able to sense that, that endpoint so we know when it's available to send traffic to. That would be very useful to us. Right. Yeah, um, presence is an interesting thing to talk about. Like we, we've done a lot of thought about that, and, and and we're thinking about that more in a context of a residential home user um, who has people in their family, um, which can be a challenge for a shared device and what presence really means. Um, but 
you know, there's... At home, I have, I've got an... I don't know whether you use Xbox One or, or not, but um, the Xbox One is rather clever in that it recognises who sits in front of it. So yeah. if I come sitting, it goes, oh, hello, James, and it loads my profile. Uh, when my wife comes and sits next to me, she, it goes, hello, Sophie, and loads her profile. So it knows in front of the TV because it recognizes our, our faces. I just thought of something horrible, James. What if another woman that you had over as a guest when your wife was somewhere else? <laughs> Never mind. We, there's, a, there's a related question. I'm sorry I missed this. It was just before you, James. Uh, guest 51606 would like to know, will this system be implemented as an app on smart TVs or, say, as an Xbox Live app, which brings it back to your question, James. But, uh, Chris? Right now, we're focused on X1. Um, so, I... Uh, you know, expanding this, uh, I can't. I, we don't have really a story for that yet. Um, well, I, I can help you with that. All you have to do, Chris, is in it, and you make your X one into an X box. Yes, just look at some paint. We do have some partnerships with uh, and other things where you can get uh, on demand content and things like that. Uh, um, the the WebRTC piece uh, will probably take some time to expand these uh, things as well. So, okay, but, but, no, but we do want to build an ecosystem at some point. Uh, it's early uh, days yet. Exactly. Uh, Carl Fife is not with us. I'm afraid anywhere. I don't see him on the ZipDX bridge. Uh, so, we're going to have a last call for questions. And if you want to talk about or uh, ask for feedback or whatever, we'd need to give some coordinates on that. Well, I guess before we even do that. Uh, where do people see? There must be a URL where people can see Comcast if they're subscribers and are interested, uh, or something. <laughs> I don't know. How is this? How is this coming out? Besides, okay, go to the Play Store and look for the name, which was uh, yes. It's, look, so, for, look for Comcast Labs Chair, and it'll come right up. Yes, Comcast Labs Chair. Okay, and that's same probably for the Apple, the iTunes Store, maybe. Exactly. Yeah, and as long as you have a uh, X One box. Uh, uh, and I think you're a chip upper. You can uh, enable it and put in your credentials and um, start playing with it. It's really interesting. What a, what a development. Uh, yeah, so as I was saying, any final questions for anybody? From anybody? I'm watching IRC. Uh, not too much there. Somebody sounds like they're getting ready to speak. James, anything? Three of you, so maybe you've got, you got three turns. Yeah, well, we, well, we're saving ourselves the next little bit, actually. Okay. Well, uh, Chris, unless you have anything further, we'll probably end this segment and move on. In order to do that, we're going to have to uh, have the people jump over to the Hangout, which you're welcome to join, of course. Okay. Uh, we're going we're gonna to cut this because my computer fan, having run a JVC for uh, probably over an hour now, it's getting a little bit warm and the fan has been turning. I don't want to brick this little MacBook Air 11 inch that's running Jitsi Video Bridge. So, uh, all right, yeah, well, thanks for having me. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Pleasure, thanks to you, thanks to Emil for thinking of this. And by the way, you came on very short notice. It was, I thought it was a very interesting demo, and uh, I definitely want to get together with you on the do that by email. Yeah, sounds great. Okay. Take care, Chris, and I'm going to move over to, uh, I'll email you the Hangout in case you have the time to join it. Um, we're going to move over the, there's Tim. Tim, you have the URL, I think. It's, I believe I posted it in, okay. And the London contingent, okay. So, gentlemen, if you'll move over, and we'll count on Michael to stay here and chat about random things while you're doing that, okay.
Oh. And he's already in the Hangout, so he can maybe adjust it up or whatever. Um, by the way, thanks, Michael, for the Oh, uh, you're welcome. Uh, yeah, thanks, Michael. As usual, a very high standard. Of Brilliant. What's going on? I've got no idea what goes on in Texas, but it, it always seems to work. Brilliant. But anyway, we'll see you, uh, Randy, in about uh, a minute on the Hangout. Okay. Great. Again, Chris, it was terrific. Thanks. Oh, perfect. Now we got the slide. I'm going to remove the, the uh, in just a second here. Let's see. Have to click here. Get rid of that. Turn on. I'm going to turn on the film strip. If I can figure out how to do that. Uh, no. Hide their audio and video. No. New guests broadcast. Yes. Okay. There we go. So we're set with, uh, who's this? Tim is with us, but I don't see any audio. That's because there is no audio. He's muted. Okay, see so if, if T were able to say something now so we can see if that's working. Because we're still broadcasting. Ah! Bird is the word. He has to have thing going. Oh, I thought that was coming from Tim. <laughs> that's funny. That was me. Do you have a link for the Hangout? Uh, yeah, I'm going to... I'll... Uh, well, there is actually a share here, isn't there? Oh, wait, I can't do it here. I'll have to email it to you real quick, Chris. Okay. It was my intention, but... The, the thing that gets me scope is um, there doesn't seem to be that much in my life that I want to show people in the form of video. <laughs> Just, yeah, yeah, saying that the pleasure uh, for most people, maybe not you, and maybe not me, is actually for the person who's sharing. And that there's really, if you think about it, necessarily that much going on that you'd want to share. The one thing well, that, I, that I do find engaging is like if you know, I've seen like more like people that are broadcasting think that they're. Ooh, wow. Oh, that's the hang. <laughs> that's the hangout. Hey, it so right, rarely works. It. I was just I'll about to over there. email you. Yeah, jump over there. All right, is that it then, uh, Michael? Are you in the hangout, or would you like to please switch? If you not ready? yet, but I'll get over there. Yeah. Moment. Look at this clear. Listen, folks. Look at behind Michael's head. Look at that print. If it looks anything like mine. Uh, I mean, if it looks anything, it, it looks here. It's perfectly clear. It's such a great uh, test. Two, 2.1 megabits in each direction. Okay. 720p. And by the way, I should be able to share. Where's my uh, network stuff? Is that it? No, that's CPU. I'm looking for the network while we're waiting. To, oh, for some reason, I don't have it. Okay. We're on the Hangout. We'll do about 20 more minutes. Uh, by the way, oh, and Alan... Alan, unmute so we can see if we get things working. Hey, Randy, how are you? Ooh. It's because of I've got the volume here. I can clip that. It's good to see you, Alan. If you make a few adjustments, because no problem. Uh, I've got 15 different machines feeding 25 different channels. Um, I wish I could from the back, but my camera isn't connected in that way because of the way it is. But it's just. I'm even impressed. I, mean, I have so many cameras. One, two, three webcams. Uh, one, two, th four, three computers, different ones. I called into ZipDX on my phone to see if that audio was working. And it was. Okay, Chris is with us. James is with us. Andy's with us. Uh, we're missing Michael, but he knows. I think he knows how to find us. So, okay. Alan, uh, we're here for Tad Hack update. What else? That's cool. he would say. <laughs> well, it's surprising. I mean, you've got Andy there, James, Carsten there, Tim. 
Well, he's, he's here in the same room as I am. So, and we're all within sort of, uh, we can wave at each other. There you go. The miracle of communications. <laughs> we can all appear as if we're on the other side of the planet and right. actually we're all physically in the same room. So, hey, the great thing is the Wi-Fi is still holding up. That's the most important thing. So we're all set for uh, TEDx Mini in London. Uh, we've got uh, well over 100 people in terms of both registrations, but we've got a lot of people just popping in to uh, say where the weekend as well. So uh, really looking forward to it. We've got everything set up. Phew. That's, <laughs> that, that is an undertaking, but all the tables, up, the power leads, all those basic practical things that uh, you, you think, well, it, it just happens. And it's like the number of times you say, okay, so, so we need X number of tables, Y number of chairs, and also we need power for you know, all the tables so that uh, the uh, developers can uh, keep the, you know, uh, the power running for their laptops. And there's no power. <laughs> and then there's no gaffer tape for the uh, distribution boards. But there, we're done. We're, we're, we're good. So we're really looking forward to it. Two hacks that have been sent in remotely. We've got another uh, four or five hacks that will be coming in. Uh, through uh, tomorrow, so we're really looking forward to where uh, it comes in uh, through remote entries, and then uh, just you know the discussion uh, on Twitter has been great with uh, some of the ideas that have been shared and some of the bragging over who's going to win one of the drones. So really looking forward to seeing what uh, you know what's going to happen. And I, I also uh, mentioned uh, yes uh, that we've passed for the global event in June. I know we're, we're obsessing about London, and this is just a, a mini event that we're doing because there's quite a few WebRTC people in London uh, this week. But uh, for the global event, we've got over 100 registrations. And I think it was the day before yesterday, we had something like 38 registrations. Hmm. That's because Asia's opened up. So uh, now we're starting to see a lot of registrations. But given those numbers, uh, you know, I think we're likely to achieve uh, incomes over a thousand developers around the world. It's going to be fantastic. It was great in Madrid. Uh, you had similar satellite set up, and that, that was very cool. Yeah, no, it's great fun. And Internet of Things is going to be a far stronger uh, piece of it. Uh, it's something that actually um, Jose de Castro uh, mentioned a few uh, when uh, I think it was actually at the start of uh, your Voipathon, maybe mm -hmm. uh, a week ago now, where he mentioned you know, it's moving to sort of not just software eating the world, it's software and hardware. So it's far more you're having real things to play with, not just showing a cute thing happening in a browser, but actually showing something there in front of you being controlled remotely. So uh, that, I think, is going to be a far stronger theme. And, of course, Intel is one of the sponsors, uh, new sponsors for TATAC, and they're running uh, two uh, centers, locations, one in Istanbul and one in Israel. So really happy that they're coming on, not just as a sponsor, running uh, a couple of locations there. So uh, great plans. Uh, and also um, the uh, ad hacks that are running in Sri Lanka and Bangladesh are going to have a theme. So looking forward to it. Oh, what have we got here? Well, can I say a few words now? Yes, go for it. Yeah, James. Well, talking about ideas, it's worth giving a bit of a plug, isn't it? Because you said how wonderful it is coming in here and finding that everything works. Uh, and one the reason it's all working is because because uh, of the venue, which is idea. We probably need to put a shout out for Dr. Uh, Alistair Moore, oh. who, who's responsible for this marvelous. Uh, oh yeah, and the team behind him, Ben Blake and Peter, have been doing a sterling job in yeah. getting everything set up and running. 
and meeting all the random requirements. Absolutely, and for people like like me, Andy and Tim, this is a wonderful playground. This is packed full of advanced networking bits of kit. You can see over Alan's shoulder, actually. Um, uh, I think there's um, webcams. I don't know. Yes, I think they are. Um, but the whole place oh, is, is filled with uh, high-tech widgets. I'm actually in a TARDIS-type uh, arrangement here. Um, again, wall-to-wall -wall video conferencing all around us, uh, and we're going to have fun. But anyway, enough of that. I've got somebody else here that I want to introduce. This is Carsten, Carsten Bock, <laughs> who's come all the way from Hamburg to be with us, and he's brought something reasonably interesting. Thank you, Carsten. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Go to tell us about it. Okay, uh, what, what what I brought with me is actually our own LTE network of the Tata. Excellent. So we've got some uh, Walter phones, and we've got some classic phones, and we've got uh, a whole load of <laughs> James. James, can you can you move the microphone near to Karsten? Change places with him for a moment if he's talking, because he's a little bit far. Who, who is oh, Karsten. Karsten. Okay. Um, we, we we have our preferences uh, venue. We've got uh, LTE phones. We've got uh, basically everything we have uh, we need to make a real voice of LTE happening here at Tatag in London, which is absolutely fascinating, great and fun. I hope. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's just one of many demonstrations. Uh, I just wonder, is Tim there? Tim, if you're still there, can you tell us a little bit more about some of the stuff that you've seen? Tim, you're getting called in. James wants to. Oh, I thought Tim was on the channel. No, he's not on the channel. Tim, no, he's. I don't know what happened to Tim. No, he's over there. I can see. It. Oh, <laughs> I thought. Oh, he he uh, took the two. I can. I'll take. I'll take the risk. Hello. Change places. Okay. What up? Get him, Tim, get him in just, close. Get him in close to the microphone though, because that microphone is just a number of uh, of apps uh, and hacks that are going on. What do you know about? Uh, that's going to turn up here tomorrow morning? Oh, um, I don't know. I'm looking forward to the excitement of it. I'm hoping not too many, um, not too many phone calls um, with, with, with manual would be amusing. <laughs> but but <laughs> I really like the Comcast thing of, of being, you know, of throwing screens here and there. And, and as Alan was saying about here, of, of, of physically controlling a thing, I think... Um, well, there will be the odd drone or two turning up with Matthew from Matrix.org, I think. Well, yes, exactly, and and and, and I, I I hear from a couple of my friends that other um, other physical devices may be involved. So I think that'll be good. But I'm, I'm that. knowing you, the sort of thing that you would like to do, Tim, is to take your old BPO two fifty dial telephone and interface that using uh, Volte. Uh, no, um, I I did ideally something else, although. Um, you know, it would be fun to have have some some interactions with the phone system just for entertainment. But um, but I, I I don't know. I mean, I, I'm looking forward to to apps that I'm really looking forward to things that can't be done with a traditional. Um, I don't think there's a, I think you know we've replicating telephone functionality is kind of been done, and to an extent, the people who are going to succeed with that are the big players. You're actually BT or Comcast, and there's not much point in trying to do that. I think there's much more value in 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 taking a niche of you know insurance salesmen, hotel receptionists, or you know somebody who has a job that needs a task. Or even, or even parrots. Indeed, parrots, dogs, whatever. Um, 
you know, everybody who's got something they want done and that WebRTC can help them achieve that goal. That, that's my kind of, that's what I'm looking for. Um, yeah, yeah. But, you know, anyone who's, I'm mentoring, so anyone who's got ideas, I will help them execute them. Um, and uh, whether I like them or not, to be honest. You know, yeah, so. I, have, I have a question for everybody. And uh, first, we're, oh yeah, I'm going to switch this over. Sorry. Let's see if we can do it. Oh, and here it is. The switching is uh, really something. And we have the wrong, we have the wrong thing. Anyway, the question is, uh, we've had click to call for probably what seven, eight years ever since PBX like that made that possible with links. Well, now with WebRTC, probably for the last year or two, uh, there's been a lot of who doesn't out there that'll do that. My question though is: Is anybody actually clicking these things? Is this actually accomplishing what it's trying to? Or is it a human thing where eh, the phone call from a commercial salesperson or do I just want to go through, fill out the form? Who would like to comment on that? I'm oh, looking I'd at you, to. Tim. <laughs> I'd love to, yes. So I, 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 have two, I have two remarks on that. The first one is the wisdom of youth, which is my, my daughter was discussing how dreadful phone calls are. Little she likes being on the phone, um, that there are better media. So, you know, we've got a lot of improvement to do to make the phone system catch up with what she expects. And the other things I actually built, as you may know, James, I built a, a click-to-call system. Um, and, uh, and it's calling you right now. <laughs> I wish. It worked brilliantly, but absolutely nobody wanted to use it. I, I actually had a, an embarrassing discussion with, um, with the web developer who said, brutally, I have more uses for those pixels on, my, on the home page than... Um, than your button, hmm. at which point we took the thing off because we simply weren't seeing the numbers of users, you know, were necessary to make it worth doing. Now, that may have been the use case. It may have been the environment. It may have been other things, too early, whatever. But I don't think there are, like, hundreds of millions of people gagging to press that button. Um, that's my experience. Anyway, James, I'm sure you disagree with all of that. <laughs> no, I don't, actually. Um, am I unmuted? You're good. You're good, James. In fact, you sound better than you did before. Oh, thank you. Um, no, actually, I agree with everything that Tim... Um, there's a lot of money, I think, going forwards in providing services which actually manage who can talk to people when they want to be talked to. Um, it's a complex thing to do. I mean, we, we've reached a stage now where, where communications are so... Um, you can communicate just about anywhere on the planet. But you know what? Most of the time, you don't want to be communicating. In fact, Annie's very good at catching me at just the wrong moment to do something that I don't, what I, that I want to do when I'm not taking a phone call. And Andy manages to get me in the wrong time every time. <laughs> um, uh, in fact, what, something I get all the time is uh, I get the comment, I've got 20 phone numbers for you, James, and I've tried them all. I can never get through to you. And the reason for that is... It may be because I don't want to talk to you right at this moment in time. So, um, yeah, there's, there's money to be made there, um, calls and things like that. That was a bit of a rant, wasn't it? That's, I guess we can uh, ask Michael the same question. What does he think about click-to-call? Uh, Has anybody ever used a click-to-call? You guys are kind of geeky. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, sorry, the follow-up to that yeah. is the problem with click-to-call things is they tend to be a bit clunky to, to use. Uh one thing that we can improve on is making uh, all of these applications just 
just just flipping work. Um, it's the app. They spend, spend loads and loads and loads of time just getting the user interface right, so it's intuitive and it just works every time. Well, in the case of Apple, most time, most of it. Um, and uh, there's a lot that can be done for that. I mean, the early click-to-call stuff that we played with, what well, thinking now, six, seven years ago, Tim, uh, but it wasn't particularly user-friendly. So uh, we need to get better at that as well. It's user interface stuff and cast and nods. There's never a good enough. Zero interest. Click to call has zero interest. I I just, you know, this, uh, I think we've said it before. I think Tim has said it. Contextualizing so it just happens transparently where it's needed. That's the critical bit. If you have to click, then maybe the call is pointless anyway. Yeah, the sort of thing I is I know that a certain gentleman is flying from New York to London. I want to catch him at Heathrow Airport as soon as he turns his phone on. What I want to do is uh, set a trigger that tells me as soon as he turns his phone on and just calls him. So I get yeah, a pu- like a, a push notification that you get. Oh, now, but, actually, there's, a, there's, a, there's a way to do that on many. Well, there is, which is that you send them send them an SMS with a rest, and when you when they ah. land and they switch their phone back on, the receipt request acknowledge, gets acknowledged, and you can see that they've arrived. Um, However, I mean, you don't even need to send them the uh, SMS; you just set up the signature. But anyway, you you almost you try to spoil my my my, my little story <laughs> there. <laughs> Love you, Tim. Um, <laughs> Right, with that, you can tell we're going to have fun here. Um, and I'm just looking at Alan now. I'm getting too late for late entries to still register and just come along, or just come along anyway. And, and the, the big fun here is meeting new people, experiencing technologies um, that you've never uh, experienced before, and then working together with these interesting new people to build new stuff. And, I mean, this is really exciting stuff. I meet so many interesting people and new things to play with. And let's face it, you would actually meet legendary James Bodie. Oh. Among many others. Among many others. Many others. Many so, others. Uh, Alan, are you able to... Yeah. Every other event that's out there is you're meeting senior developers. These are developers with lots of gray hair across a whole range of relevant real-time communication platforms, and WebRTC is part of that spectrum. I think what you get is, especially if you're or you're a developer that's trying to understand this ridiculously complex space of real-time communications, because it's part of HTML5, this is the best place to come. Two days that we're here, they can get more learning, more experience, more advice, and they can get through any number of online learning or any of those marketing-related events. On the subject um, of WebRTC, um, my opinion on that is on its own. It's just a, a technology sort of building block, right. and it really not useful until you start bolting it into other systems. And that's what this event is all about. It's how you take all of those building blocks and you put them all together and make it exciting and useful out of the bits. Yep, absolutely. That, that I think, is uh, critically important. And, of course, developers who attend uh, over the weekend, uh, I've got free tickets to the uh, Global Summit on Tuesday and Wednesday. So by coming in and taking part, you can get uh, free entry to uh, a farm event. Yeah, far uh, more expensive. Yeah, <laughs> 
extremely um, uh, well-regarded speakers. Like Google as well. Funny that, isn't it? Um, compare. I'm just a compare for the event. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's it's all going to be good. Oh, absolutely. Good. I think, again, it's a great diversity we've got attending. You know, it's not just you know the VoIP crowd, I, and it's not just sort of the the, the geeks. It's a real diversity. Well, of oh, and we've got prizes as well. Yes. Say a few words about the prizes, Alan. Well, we've got eight thousand uh, dollars to distribute, and two Parrot Bebop drones, uh, and. Uh, Unfortunately, we will not be able to, we're not allowed where uh, the main hacking area to actually use the drones in here. Touch any of the uh, very expensive light fixtures, yeah. uh, that's quite expensive. So uh, they'll be used upstairs. But again, that's the great thing with uh, Ideal London. It's a really big space of London. Great facilities uh, for small meetings where uh, James is, for big events where uh, Tim and I are here. And then upstairs, uh, that's where we'll be uh, meals and drinks and everything. Just a great fun area for meeting up and, of course, playing around with drones. Yeah, and all within, what, 300 metres of the street roundabout. So this is in the, the heart of Tech London. Yeah, it's a great location. Can't be beat. Yeah, indeed. Well, I think we, we've given that a good one. And with that, yeah, that's fantastic. I think it may be time to think about uh, ending this all. segment. Look yeah. at this. This is a 60-minute segment. It's absolutely Ladies and gentlemen, that was 60 minutes. Let me see if I can find some music. We have that uh, the uh, rollout. Well, Andy can sing. <laughs> it's true, but then we'd have a problem being, getting pulled on YouTube. In just a second, I'll be ready for that. Wow, I just can't believe I need to pat myself on the back since nobody else is. Uh, let's see. Here we go. All right. Let's go with, I think this might work. <laughs> Thank you very much, everybody. See, these are dangerous demos, too. You don't realize a demo every week. Every single week. Here we go. If you guys, if, if, if uh, those of you in the Hangout would be kind enough to mute, we're going to launch D-Spacey Driving Outro. Hey, that was the bleeding edge of the IP communications and VoIP community. We're at VUC.me on the web. Thanks to Simwood, who can turn you as a developer into a telco. Our hosted PBX is provided by OnSIP.com at VUC.me is on Bluehost.com. We use ZipDX.com for our wideband, full-featured conference. And our local rate dial-ins are from Voxbone.com. Every Friday, 12 noon Eastern Time, see you next week. Don't forget, keep watching the skies. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.